for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Jordana Bryant. How's it going today, Jordana? Great. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. You know, it's it's getting to be that weird time in Texas where the weather is bipolar. Um, we were like 80 degrees on Friday, and today it's like 30 so <laughs> oh my know. gosh that's that's crazy I mean to a lesser degree but I still feel like the same thing is happening in where I am in Pennsylvania right now and even in Nashville honestly I feel like everywhere the weather has been so weird like one day you go out and you're like oh I could be in a short sleeve t-shirt and then yeah. the next day you have like a parka on and like yep. a hat and, <laughs> yep. and you're like it's freezing yep it, it's weird and then like next week we're supposed to be in the 80s all week and I'm like that's it's January. Crazy. Like this isn't Florida. Oh this is gosh. Texas. So that's yeah. crazy. It's... Although I am envious of that warm weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. Oh, uh, so first off, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat with chat with us on the podcast. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, so I just kind of want to jump into everything. You'd met. You're originally from Pennsylvania, but you kind of live in Nashville now. What was it like growing up in uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, it was. I mean, it was really, really fun. I, I grew up in a part of Pennsylvania where, um, you know, there was like a lot of music around around me and specifically in my family. I think my dad, he played guitar a bunch growing up and um, he played guitar in a bunch of like country rock bands. And so I would always hear him playing music and he would always play me um, a lot of the older country music that I just, I fell in love with. And um, so it was, it was really fun to grow up there. But I also, once I started getting older, I, I knew that I kind of wanted to branch out to somewhere where um, the music community was bigger mm -hmm. and uh, someplace like Nashville, where you're just constantly surrounded by, you know, fellow musicians and fellow creatives. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Nashville is definitely one of them places. I'm also seeing it uh, down the road from us here a little bit down in Austin, where it's becoming a nice little New York to LA type situation, which is really yeah. interesting and makes me glad that I made the move to Texas because it's like, as much as I want to be in Nashville, at least I'm only like an hour or two from Austin. So it's really kind of a nice trade-off right now. So, yeah. um, so you grew up in Pennsylvania. You said you were in a very you were in a very musical upbringing. Was your dad kind of the driving force behind who or like the type of music you were listening to, or was it just kind of coming from all over all over the place? Yeah, I, I'd say he definitely um, had a big impact on on the music I listened to. I I mean, on one hand, I would hear like you know from my friends at school and stuff this like more contemporary pop music but then I also from here from him would hear a lot of the more classic country music and he also you know would play me more of like the 80s rock music and I think that really had an effect on on my musical style because I feel like now uh, my style is kind of combination of 
you know, what I grew up listening to both from him and, um, you know, from like friends and outside influences. So I feel like um, now my style is kind of this blend of, you know, older country with contemporary pop melodies and stuff like that. And so I'm really grateful that I got to, you know, be exposed to so many different styles of music growing up. I definitely picked that up as I was kind of originally preparing for the interview in December. So it's kind of interesting because I've gotten like a double the amount of time to sit down and go through your music, which is really cool. I've definitely picked up. I I was kind of trying to figure out if you were sitting more in the country lane or the pop realm. But then after talking to a few friends, they're like, there's definitely a subgenre there that is kind of like a cross section of both pop and country. So, which is, I think where you kind of, are intentionally or maybe unintentionally trying to sit yourself? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I um, I think country pop is so fun because you get to kind of blend a bunch of different styles. And um, and a lot of the times when I'm writing, I, I really don't like sit down and think, okay, I want to make something that sounds really country or sounds really pop. I kind of just try to write what I'm feeling and, and you know, write the style that I'm, I'm excited about. And I think... Mm-hmm because of the music that I grew up listening to a lot of the times it just comes out in that lane of like country pop. And I love country music because I think um, it's so cool how every song you can kind of close your eyes and picture the lyrics. And I feel like every song is a story and Mm -hmm. that's something that I really love and that I really want to, you know, create with my music. Mm -hmm. And, and then I also, I love the hookiness of some more pop melodies and stuff like that. So I really love, trying to blend the lyricism of country music with you know the melodic influences of more pop yeah. stuff yeah for sure for sure so at what was kind of the turning point like obviously you were brought up listening to all these genres what was kind of the turning point where you're like oh hey I can sing or hey music is something that I want to want to pursue yeah I think I I feel like I was just always so in love with music and creating and and I would you know growing up always hear my dad playing the guitar like I said and I I would just start singing along and singing out random melodies and lyrics and um and I I just kind of fell in love with that process of creating music and creating stories through your music and I'd say the turning point probably was once he started teaching me how to play guitar which um I was probably 10 or 11 and I got a guitar for Christmas and uh, my dad started teaching me how to play. And I feel like that really opened up songwriting for me because uh, then, you know, I would just, I would spend hours when I got home from school messing around with different chords on the guitar and, um, and you know, creating different melodies and lyrics. And I just really fell in love with how um, songwriting is really kind of like a blank page where you can choose what you want to do with it. And you can, you know, you can create this story and, um, and you can, you know, create something that hopefully people will be able to relate to and that uh, is something that you can share with people and connect with them through. And so I'd say around that time is probably when I I realized that music was really something that I, I was really strongly passionate about and that I really wanted to pursue. Awesome. Awesome. So and then I, I'm assuming it was a couple of years from that point to where uh, to 2021, where you wanted to start actually releasing music. I'm was the pan did the pandemic kind of play a factor in that? Were you like trying to do something before the pandemic hit and then the pandemic hit and it was like, okay, let's kind of wait and see what happens. Cause I saw you'd started releasing music on Spotify uh 2021. So yeah, so the pandemic definitely had an effect. So um like a year ish 
a year or two, uh, yeah, I would say around like a year before the pandemic started, mm-hmm. I had started posting a few covers on YouTube mm-hmm. and a few of those videos took off and um, a producer in Nashville, Seth Mosley, saw some of those videos and reached out to me and uh, wanted me to come to Nashville and meet him and meet up with him and record a few songs. Mm-hmm. And so um, I came to Nashville in February of 2020. So like right before the pandemic hit and I met up with him and it was a blast and um, we really connected well and um, I had a great time working with him but then the pandemic hit and I couldn't exactly come back um you know as quickly as I had wanted so I kind of took that time to start really digging into social media and posting my music on Instagram and um and TikTok and all of that stuff and really just um trying to create a community I feel like we were all longing for a sense of community at that point and all kind of feeling isolated so I just started going live for like an hour or two every night on Instagram and playing some songs and talking to people and just kind of I wanted to try to create a space where we could all come and you know use music to to feel better and to to get to connect with each other and it was really cool to see um you know to see that grow and to see more and more people joining and tuning in and it was just it was really I think um for as much difficulty as the pandemic brought I'd say that I do feel really grateful that I was you know during that time able to connect with more people and get to share my music with more people yeah for sure it, it's crazy how you I I feel like we had a lot of similarities in that the fact that January 2020 uh my my team and I we went out to Nashville for the first time as a team, like I had been to Nashville by myself a couple of times prior, but there was like this plan in place that we were going to start going out to Nashville every couple of months to keep doing live and amplified. You know, we were doing all kinds of cool stuff at the time and March hits and it's like, okay, well, I guess we're not going to Nashville right now. And (laughs) then a year goes by and then things start to clear up and then they're not. And it's like, okay, two years go by. And now here we sit and it's like, well, luckily we were able to keep the podcast alive because had we not been able to go to net or had we just kind of let it be, wouldn't be sitting here right now, you know? So definitely it's wild. Um, so it's 2021, you started releasing your music and you released a few EPs, singles, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, it, it looks like you've stayed pretty active since 2021 consistently releasing music. And like I'd mentioned, uh, I don't know if we were on podcast yet, but we were originally supposed to do this podcast in December for your first Christmas and love, uh, single, which was an amazing song by the way. And when that kind of ended up getting canceled, I didn't know how quickly we were going to be able to get this rescheduled. And then I saw you start promoting, uh, can I get it back? And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Let let me reach out and see what we can get set up. And luckily we were able to get it set up for today. And uh, so what's kind of the uh, story for, can I get it back? Yeah. So um, can I get it back? I wrote it about wishing you could get the time you wasted on a relationship back. I feel like a lot of the times um, when you're reflecting on an experience that didn't really go how you had wanted, you often wish you could go back and do things differently. And so I wanted to write this song about that feeling and about how, you know, maybe if you had known that your relationship wasn't going to work out, that you could have kind of saved yourself a lot of trouble. Gotcha. And how long has this uh, song kind of been sitting in your back pocket or how long have you been working on it? Yeah. So this song, we actually, I wrote it with Seth Mosley and Zach Kale 
back in, I want to say September of um, last year. So September of 2021. So it's been, it's been there for a little bit of time. And we all, we really, um, we really felt strongly about the song after writing it. And we all really, um, really liked it. And we knew we wanted to release it, but um, the, you know, the question was just when, and because I feel like this song is a little bit more, um, you know, edgy and more, um, you know, just a little bit more on the outside of what I'd say my usual lane is. I felt like I wanted to release a few more singles before pulling it out and kind of establish um, where I feel like I want to be in in the, um, in the country pop lane before putting this song out. Yeah. Um, and so we we held on to it for a few months and then we recorded a music video for it back in like April of um, 2022. So that we've been sitting on for a few months too. And um, it has been hard to, you know, to have it there and not be able to share it and not be able to, to release it. But I am so excited that it's, it's out now. And I, um, I really do love the song that it's, and I love how it's a little bit different than the stuff I've been putting out recently. I feel like it's always really fun to, you know, to do something a little bit different than what you're, you're typically doing. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that, about this song for that reason. Awesome. Now, is this a song, uh, since you've been sitting on it since uh, 2021, have you been playing it at shows or is this brand new song? Nobody's ever heard it before it was released on Friday. I have, I played it, you know what, I want to say I played it at one show maybe, okay. but um, but I haven't really played it at, at a ton of shows. A lot of the shows that I've been doing recently in Nashville are writer's rounds, and this mm-hmm. song, I feel like um, the production is a big component of it, yeah. so a lot of the time I've, you know, not wanted to to play it around because I feel like the, the experience you get listening to it when you can hear, like, the full band with it mm-hmm. or, you know, full production with it is just you know, a different level. So I haven't gotten the chance to play it at, at a ton of shows, but I'm really hopeful that I'll be able to, now that it's out now, um, get to play it at more shows. Yeah. So it wasn't intentionally not being played. It was just kind of the nature in which a lot of the shows you were playing didn't lend itself to the song. Yes, for sure. And I mean, most shows I'll, I'll tend to try to play more released songs than unreleased. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the decision too, but, um, but I always love throwing in one or two unreleased songs. Yeah tease that shows it's one of those things it's very interesting to see kind of where musicians sit in that lane because you know some musicians they like to hold on to their music and when they release it that's when they start playing it but then other musicians they kind of like to road test their music so it's like this is a song that they've been playing for the last six months at shows you know and i don't know which way works best but yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely think it's just a personal preference for me. I I really want to put out the you know the music that that fans want and that yeah. you know people are really enjoying. So I do a lot of the time really uh, really enjoy getting to tease music on on social media and at shows and just see what what songs people are liking because um, you know I think you obviously want to put out the songs that people are yeah. you know really enjoying. But I definitely think it's just you know people have different preferences. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So can I get it back? It's out now. It's up on all the uh, streaming platforms and all that fun stuff uh, for anybody that wants to listen. If you're listening live on Twitch, I'm going to put it in the comment thread. But if you're listening on Spotify after the uh, stream, it'll be in the description below. So if you want to listen to Can I Get It Back, it'll be there. So with this being the first single of 2023, 
is this ultimately leading to a bigger project, another EP, a full length, or are you just kind of staying with the singles right now? Yeah, so um, I I can't say too much right now, gotcha. but I'll but I will say that there's definitely some some bigger stuff coming that I'm I'm really excited um, about and that you know I've been looking forward to for months. So um, so definitely stay tuned. Gotcha, gotcha. I never know, so it's just like let's ask if they want to say yeah. what they want to say. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. I do. Um, yeah. So it, it's now that the uh, first single is out for the first single for 2023 is out. What's kind of going through your head? Like it's out. You promote it, all that fun stuff. What's going through your head right now? Yeah, I'm just really excited that it's out, and I'm also really, really excited that the music video is out because. Um, this is probably one of my favorite music videos that I've ever shot. I um I I shot so this video and the video for um another single that I put out guilty that I put out um it was the first single I put out with my label back in um April, I think. And so these two videos we actually shot um together in the span of 3 days we shot both videos and it was such a blast filming them both and um i'm really excited with how both of them came out but i really really do love this video for can i get it back because i feel like it's you know it's just more emotional and because of you know the song and because it is about a breakup i um i feel like the the music video for this song really got to kind of show that emotion and and go through that story which i'm i'm really excited about and i'm really excited for people to see yeah for sure so for you brought up the music video for can i get it back um is this something that you do with every single obviously you said you writ or did two music videos together but was this something that you want to do for every single or do you just kind of pick and choose with singles so generally uh with music videos we'll kind of wait until we see how a song's performing to um mm -hmm. uh, to film a music video for example um new friends which is a song i put out over the summer once mm -hmm. we saw that song really really picking up traction and uh it started going viral in india we were like okay let's film a music video for it and so that one we uh after like a few weeks of it being out we filmed that one but um these two videos we uh we kind of we picked two songs that we felt like we were really excited about them being released and we were um you know we felt like both of them really lent themselves to to a music video and so we we filmed those two videos for that reason but um but generally no we don't make a music video for for every song um we'll sometimes do a lyric video or something smaller but yeah. it's always fun when you get to you know make a music video and really tell the story i feel like music videos are really cool because you can kind of show what you were picturing in your head when you wrote the song yeah. and um, you can tell the story visually. And so I'm really excited that this music video is out. Nice. And when you brought up that you went viral in uh, India, I saw that on your spot, you know how on Spotify it'll show you like the, what is it? Like the top five places that you get the most views yes. or whatever, or most <laughs> listens. And I saw it was all India. And I, and first thing that popped into my head, cause I know sometimes like Spotify links get caught into these like spam cycles and then they kind of get <laughs> yeah. spammed out. And I'm like, Oh no, that's unfortunate. But then just kind of listening to you speak about it. It's like, no, that actually went viral in India, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's a funny story. My, so, um, so someone at my label called and they were like, are you guys running ads in India? Like, are you like buying views? Like what, what's going on here? Yeah. And we were like, no, we were going to ask you guys if you were like 
running ads in India and they were like no we're not and so we were really puzzled for for a week or two but um then I started looking into my Instagram reels and looking at the analytics there and a bunch of reels of this song um had a few million views Mm -hmm. and um so I think from that it you know kind of the song started getting discovered in India Mm -hmm. and it was really crazy it got to like number two on the viral india spotify chart and that's awesome (laughs) and like charting on shazam in a bunch of indian cities and um it just shows you what social media can do and how you can really you know connect with people across the world through you know and get to share your music with them through social media yeah for sure we went through a similar situation uh but we were for uh our podcast started gaining a little bit of traction in france and I was oh, like, yeah. I'm sitting there like every day I'm seeing that we're getting all these hits in France. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I'm not running mm-hmm. ads in France. I haven't had any music- musicians from France on. And then I just kind of started paying attention. And then I noticed not only was it our podcast hits, but it was also our website hits. I went to the back wow. page of our website and like it wasn't on the same level, but there was a definite little uptick in France. So it was just kind of like, huh okay that's interesting so yeah totally um so the singles out now are you what's your uh show schedule looking like for the rest of the month are you how often are you actively playing shows you know yeah so um for the next like month or so um i'm really heavily focused on writing so um for the next month or two i'm just going to be really um you know keeping my head down writing a bunch of stuff Mm. and uh really trying to to finalize a few songs um and and so uh for the next month or so i'm not going to be doing as many as many shows but i'll still Mm. be doing you know some writers rounds here and there in nashville and then um like I said, I can't say too much about what's yeah. coming in the future, but, um, you know, in the next few months, I'll, I'll be picking back up into doing mm-hmm. some more shows. Awesome. Awesome. Since you're actively in kind of like the writing process and the writing phase, what kind of is, what is your writing process? Are you more like, are you more freelance? Like whenever it strikes you, you're sitting, it's like, Oh, Hey, this is an idea. Let's figure this out. Or are you more, uh diligent with your writing and it's like okay i've got from six to ten tonight and i'm gonna write yeah so i'd say when i'm co-writing and when i'm writing with other people it's definitely more scheduled it's you know every day or like four days a week or something i'm writing with people Mm and um coming in with a few ideas uh, a few chorus ideas and stuff and just trying to pick one that we all feel really strongly about and um and then build the song from there but um when i'm writing just solo i'd say um sometimes i think i like i definitely schedule it out um and i'll like schedule okay i have this you know hour or two block you know, today that I'm going to sit down and write. But I think some of the time, you know, you just feel when inspiration strikes. And so like, it can be at a random moment that you're like, oh my gosh, what, like, is this lyric like good? Am I crazy? Or is this like genius? And then you just like, you know, kind of sit down and start writing. But um, for the next like month or two, I definitely have it more scheduled out where every day I, I'll be writing and, um, you know, finding a set schedule for it. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. So I don't want to keep you too much longer here. Taking a step outside of music, when when Jordana needs to step away and kind of recompose herself and all that fun, what are some of your hobbies? What do you do outside of music? You know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I love baking. 
And I find that just like, so, I don't know, so calming for some reason. Uh, and I also, I really love reading and I love playing board games. <laughs> I find that so fun. Um, I love getting to, you know, spend time with friends. And um, recently I've been getting into kickboxing, which I really enjoy. Um, it's it's a fun way to, you know, to get, you know, some exercise and also get some anger out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I've that hey, but you know what? Every, I think everybody kind of needs that release mechanism because if you just kind of let that stuff bottle up inside of you, you know. Totally. And also I feel like even though I'm not sure, like I'm not sure if I could defend myself, but I feel like knowing kickboxing, maybe that'll help me like some self-defense. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if like a burglar came up and was like trying to steal my purse, if I could just like punch them and kick them and get them to go away. But yeah. at least I'm learning a little bit. So I'll have a little better tools in my self-defense box. For sure. For sure. Um, and then something fun that we do on the podcast is I have a random question generator. So I just want to ask you a couple of random questions. Yeah, let's do and it. just kind of keep it fun and light. So here it is. I still don't have it. I haven't tested a new name for it because it's not very rapid fire as it used to be. So <laughs> uh, what is something that is frequently thrown against the wall in anger by you? I don't know if I throw very much against the wall, but I will say when I'm filming videos, a lot of times that like little tripod, I will like get really upset with and maybe throw it like on the chair or something yeah. when it's just, <laughs> when it's not working and the angle isn't right. <laughs> yeah, very fair. Um, what year would you like to travel back to? Oh, good question. I would say maybe the 1950s. I feel like it seemed like a fun time to live and the style, like the poodle skirts and the, you know, diners where people were, the waitresses were on roller skates and, you know, all the, the jukeboxes and everything. I feel like that would be a fun time to, you know, to go back to. What hobby do you, would you like to explore more into? I, that's a good question. I'd say either baking uh, which, like I said, I really love, or also rock climbing. I really do enjoy rock climbing. Nice. And then final question, what is your guilty pleasure song currently on your Spotify playlist? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, um, I would say probably Going, Going, Gone by Luke Combs. I love that song. Nice. Awesome. It, that's always my favorite question when it pops up it's like especially yeah. when you get like these metal guys and then they got like some random like sia or lady Gaga, <laughs> you know they just got like some random pop song in there yeah that's always yeah fun. totally so awesome awesome well it's been an absolute blast chatting with you um for anybody that wants to check out your music or interact with you on social or any of that fun stuff where's the best place to find you yeah, totally. Um, you can check out my Instagram and TikTok at jordana.bryant. Um, I have a bunch of stuff on YouTube, like I said, um, this new music video, and then also on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Amazon Music, all that, those good places. You can hear my music if you just search up Jordana Bryant. Awesome, awesome. And then before we wrap this up, what's one piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? I would say never give up and never stop being you because you're the only one of you. There's a ton of talented people out there, but you bring something so unique and so different to the table. So, you know, just never stop being you and, and stop, never stop doing what, you know, you feel really passionate about. 
Absolutely. hundred percent agree. Well, Jordana, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute blast chatting with you. Hope to have you back on real soon for the next release or whatever you got going on. We'd love to have you back. Yeah. Thank Um, you so much. Such a blast talking with you. Absolutely. Uh, Once again, thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, If you are not uh, following us on social media, it's at live, the letter N amplified, or you can go to our website, live and amplified.net. And uh, if you like, if you are a Twitch user, you could follow us at live and amplified and is spelled out. Um, And you can just kind of get all that information, like I said, at live and amplified.net. Once again, thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you all tomorrow.